there. How are you today? Feeling healthy-ish? Well, healthy, I hope. This is your Body and Soul podcast, Healthy-ish, and I am your host, Felicity Hartley. Don't you think it's intriguing how we often get hung up on beautifying our living spaces and making them work functionally, but often we don't stop to think about how our homes affect us on a deeper psychological level. I mean, we all know environments, they have a huge impact on our well-being. So why don't we focus on this more? Liz Linforth is one of the founders and a head interior designers at Conscious Cribs, and she's on the pod today to talk about, well, non-toxic, sustainable and health-boosting interior design. Yes, it is a thing. Basically, how you can create a healthier living space. Now, we keep these episodes quite short, but if you want to know the simple ways to give your home a wellness makeover, download Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your awesome pods from my extended chat with Liz. Liz, uh, welcome to Healthy-ish. Now, firstly, talk me through the relationship between, you know, the spaces we live in and it's linked to our well-being. Yeah, look, great question to kick things off. I think, you know, when we think about well-being, you know, we often think of things like exercise or eating well or perhaps meditation. But I really believe that the home environment is probably the missing piece in this conversation. Um, it, look, it is just as important to get this space right as, you know, when you think about it, it's where we start and it's where we end our days. And now, you know, thanks to COVID, it's where we're spending our entire day too. Um, so it's really about um, healthy interior design that is designing a space that makes you feel good. Yeah, good answer. And I think often we we underestimate you know, how have it like clutter or whatever you, whatever is in your house is actually creating, adding to your stress and perhaps even creating more of it. So what does a home designed to increase wellbeing actually look like? Paint us a picture. Yeah, sure. Well, look, there are probably two elements to this. Um, So first off, I guess if I had one principle, it would be to start with nature, not with Pinterest. So that's kind of the tagline. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I guess what I mean by that is that it's not about following a particular trend, um, but rather turning to our environment for inspiration. Uh, So I guess, look, you could think of simple things like working with natural light, bringing plants indoors, and then selecting natural materials as well. So that's the visual side of a healthy interior. And then the second element is the design that we actually can't see. Uh, So that's things like hidden toxins and finishes and materials, um, perhaps how that affects the air that we're breathing, um, right down to the quality of sound and the acoustics within our home too. Yeah, good points. Actually, I often wonder, you know, especially if you're in a rental property, how do you know if, you know, the carpets and things on the walls and even your own furniture in it are, you know, toxic and harming our our health? And I suppose, secondly, how can we detoxify this? I mean, if I walk around, do my kids stuff toys? Are they toxic or uh, is my lounge? I mean, how do we work this out and how is it affecting our health? Yeah, it is a tricky one and it can feel quite overwhelming when you start to delve into um, 
all of the different elements. But I would say a simple rule of thumb is that if it's man-made, then it's probably full full of toxins, unfortunately. Um, Look, so for example, traditional paints and synthetic materials, so plastic laminates, um, synthetic fibres, and unfortunately the impact of um, toxic decor can really show up um, with things like poor quality of sleep, um, allergies, or even heightened levels of stress and anxiety. And look, obviously it's impossible to eliminate all of the toxins in the home, but our approach would be generally to work from the outside in. So what I mean by that is the backbone of your home. So think of things like, you know, your floors, your walls, your ceilings, start with choosing non-toxic finishes here. So things like mineral-based paints are really great or um, natural um, finishes for your floor like timber or woolen carpets, definitely nothing synthetic. Yeah, good tips. And what about our furniture within it? How can we, how do we get to the bottom of whether a that is toxic and what else, what should be, what should we be looking for? Yeah, sure. So again, um, if you go for natural made materials with furniture, so um, timbers are great, then they're generally going to have a lot less toxins. Something else to look out for is perhaps if there's like a lacquer finish on it, that can often have um, some chemicals that we don't want it any well as well. Um, And then look things like your lounge as well. Um, If you can choose a natural um, upholstery on it, like the cottons or the linens, um, then that's going to do wonders because you're obviously you're spending so much time on items like the lounge. So you just want to think about what your skin's touching and what it's, um, you know, potentially absorbing. So yeah, stay away from the man-made, head towards the natural. And then that's an awesome start. I like that. And you know what? I just have to share one personal thing is that I long for the white linen couch. When my kids <laughs> are grown up and left, that's all I want, the white linen couch. So um, thank you for confirming that that is okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, a healthy interior design is about picking pieces that make you feel good and make you happy. So if that is what's going to make you happy when you walk into the house, then 100% buy it. Oh, I love that tip. Whatever makes you happy. That's actually, that's a great excuse to give to your partner if you need to um, sink a lot of money in something. It's just going to make me happy. (laughs) Exactly. Happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. Now, are there any go-to items we should keep in mind if we, you know, any things that you specifically recommend having in our house if you know we want to increase our wellness yeah there definitely are um can I give you three yeah three as many as you want awesome so these are probably my top three um you look as we were just talking about with furniture so when I choose furniture there are probably two things that I look for um one like we spoke about is it made from natural materials and two was it made locally So the natural materials is a bit more of an obvious one with our physical health, Um, you know, not having toxins and chemicals leach into our skin. But then the locally made um, element of this also supports our mental health. So, look, as we were just saying, like when you walk into your home and you see pieces that, you know, have a story, pieces that were made by hands, by a human being, and pieces that you know are supporting a local community, that's going to do nothing but make you feel happy and good within your space. So that's probably um, the two top ones for furniture. Um, The second item is the mattress. And the mattress is probably something that everyone listening can maybe do a bit of research and consider about changing today. Uh, It's where we spend, you know, eight hours of our day. So you think about how much your body is absorbing during that resting period. And unfortunately, mattresses are generally sprayed with flame retardant chemicals. 
Um, and I won't go into too much of the details, but it, that's unfortunately been linked to things like infidelity in adults um, and some other really scary stuff. So if you can opt for a natural mattress, uh, there are lots of great companies that make them just out of wool, coconut coil, latex, then that's a, that's a great win um, straight away that you can swap out. Um, and then look, lastly is plants. So having plants indoors is great for assisting with air quality and, you know, purification. But actually there is this study that I heard, which I just, I think is so interesting. And what they found was just spending one weekend out in nature reduced your risk of getting a cold and increased your immunity. I think it was something like 30%. And the health benefits lasted for a couple of months, which I just thought was insane. Um, and so getting out in nature is obviously fantastic, but why don't we be a bit more proactive with our health and actually bring nature indoors? Yeah, I love that. I love that saying, the healing power of nature. It's so true. Thank you for coming on Healthish, Liz. Thank you, Felicity. Thanks for listening to this chat with Liz. I hope you got some great little tips and ideas from that. If you want more from Liz, jump onto her website, Conscious Cribs. She's offering some tutorials on there to help you make over certain areas of your home. If you want more from us at Body and Soul, download our other podcast, Extra Healthish, or jump online at bodyandsoul.com.au. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, well, we would be so grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 